It's the year 20 squared. An unknown virus threatens our very way of life. As it spreads across the globe, it leaves turmoil and economic destruction in its wake. The world governments begin closing borders and quarantining its citizens. Anyone without a job that is deemed essential must stay at home to prevent further spread of the virus. But for some people, the signal never stops. And there are still video games to be played. Lit Gaming Arena presents Terminal News. Terminal News, uh, presented by Lit Gaming Arena. It's the uh, number one news show that nobody listens to. That's uh, that's us. We talk about the news. We say some gamer words. Uh, this week, as always, I'm joined by my co-host Marcus. So, and uh, yeah, we got news. But first, if you aren't yet, please make sure you subscribe to our um, social media. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are on all of those. Make sure you give us reviews if you enjoy this content. Um, and if you aren't, subscribe to the show wherever you listen to wherever you're listening to. If this is your first episode, or if it's your last, subscribe to us anyway. <laughs> it's your last episode. Great. It's your la- yeah, it's your first and last episode. Subscribe to us anyway. Give us the sweet, sweet download numbers. That's all we're really after. Um, even if, if you want to, just uh, download the show and just press play and then throw your phone into another room. I don't care. <laughs> we just need the download numbers, man. Give me them download numbers. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we're going to jump right into some news. So first things first here. We got we got sh- we got shit happening. So let's let's start off big. So <laughs> this is what they're calling the Giga Leak. There's just a massive, massive leak from Nintendo. Like, I, there's so much, so much stuff. I don't even know where to start. I mean, Luigi and Mario 64 confirmed. <laughs> it's, I mean, uh, <laughs> not in the way people think, but yeah. Also, like that creepy some Yoshi. Some people have been making a bigger deal about this stuff than it really is, I feel. And that's like. The whole, like, oh, Luigi's real, L is real, and it's like, well, like, in terms of they made a character model, and that data existed, which, I mean, I yeah, felt, whether they felt was they planned on doing, yeah. They, well, they whether planned they, on putting them in there. It's the it's evident. It's just, it didn't happen. And I think, like, the biggest thing that I've seen come out of this is that, like, on, oh, Jesus Christ, um, that the biggest thing. A video. <laughs> the the biggest thing that I've seen come out of this, at least for me personally, is that uncompressed audio from Star Fox, that high quality voiceover work. High quality work. Star Fox. High quality do a barrel roll. Um. So yeah, I mean, hopefully, 
I mean, obviously it's the internet. People already have saved backups of that because you know how how Nintendo can be quick, quick just take stuff down. Um, but man, yeah. So let's see if we can see what I can dig into here. The huge Nintendo leak. <laughs> Even like a guy that worked on Star Fox saying. WTF, I haven't seen this tool I made for Star Fox 2 for almost 30 years. I wrote it in early C++ to teach myself the language more than anything else. Where the hell have hackers got all this obscure data from? <laughs> it was just like this tool that this guy wrote. Um, Dylan, Cuth- Dylan, Dylan Cuthbert. Uh, yeah, he wrote like some tool to help him code Star Fox 2. And somehow they uncovered that and brought that to light. <laughs> Um, and obviously like character prototypes, just like some 2d images of Star Fox. Um, there's a prototype about that proto, the beta Yoshi, the beta. There's a prototype title screen for super Mario carts. There's, there's so much stuff. The, The Luigi bitter, bitter Luigi was a thing before the Nintendo 64. There's Luigi with a middle finger in pixel form that, I mean, that horrific Yoshi. Horrific? I love that Yoshi. How dare <laughs> you? He was more like a horrific. velociraptor. He's awesome. <laughs> oh, God. The one with the gigantic nose is horrific. Which one do you like? Because there's like a bunch of them. The like first one. The all. first one. Oh, <laughs> they like yeah, it, it went through these slow iterations. But that God, where did they, they just like at one point they had like his nose was like bigger than his whole head is now like i don't know if i've seen that one to be honest yeah it was like a it was a gif someone just put them all compiled them all into a gif yoshi's island prototype with different ui uh, different ui graphics placeholder music from mario world and the prefix of super mario bros 5 yeah but uh i don't know the the two the two big things is uh, I mean, I mean, the thing that I see people freaking out over the most, obviously, is uh, Super Luigi 64, <laughs> which I mean, you said like, wasn't it yeah, Ultra they- Luigi 64? Because the thing was that the console still at the time this was in there was the was still the Ultra 64. That could be. I don't know. I was just the, the, the stuff that people are leaking is I don't know if they have names right or anything, but. Someone just called it Super Luigi 64. Um, there's also files related to a planned Ocarina of Time expansion for the Nintendo 64 DD add-on that was never released. Wow. I thought the DD came out, just not in the States. Mm, maybe. There were games for it, at the very least. That F-Zero game was, you could only play on the DD. Let's see... Yeah, Nintendo added the internet to its Nintendo 64 hardware by way of a disk drive add-on called the the 64DD. Um, yeah, it only ended up releasing in Japan and sold yeah. 15,000 units yeah. and was quickly discontinued. So that's probably what they mean by not released, was not released in the U.S. Yeah, it clearly that, came I mean, out in Japan. I was that I was like, the DD did exist. Like, that's not... Like, that actually came out is all I was getting at. Like, that was never... Yeah, like it, it's just like you can get a 64 DD is all I'm getting at. Yeah, I guess I it, the stuff the 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 stuff is everywhere. I mean, people are retweeting like everything. Um, so it's it's out there. Just and this be is aware just that a small is all stuff portion. That, 
of yeah. the stuff that was taken. Uh, apparently, it's going to be released in like little spurts over the next five to ten years. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of years. It was apparently a lot. Of data. A lot. It, it they stole everything. Was, it was several terabytes, is what I hear. Yeah, and when you translate that to like Nintendo sixty four or earlier style content, that's going to be a lot of data. Um. Well, one of the things that was in this leak was the Pokemon builds that were Pokemon. What I think Pokemon Gold, uh, like Heart Gold and well, Pokemon Gold and Silver. But it was like in every state that game was in. So oh, like all yeah. the beta builds of that were like leaked. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, that's some crazy stuff. Now, now what what if what if something like that happened to Microsoft and we got all the all the beta builds of Halo, especially Halo Infinite? Um well Halo Infinite, uh you see the build that's coming out is a beta build. Yeah. <laughs> that's why Craig <laughs> looks so bad. <laughs> uh, I do find that interesting when it comes to the controversy surrounding the visuals of halo infinite because i thought the graphics you know they're not quite like super up to snuff i mentioned that on the last podcast yeah but you these people online are vicious they are like these are the shittiest graphics they've ever seen is what they're like saying and i'm like they're not that bad like yeah my thing is if you stack like halo infinite next to gears like the newest gears it like halo infinite doesn't even look nearly as good as that gears game and it should and even if you stack that like halo infinite next to other games that have been released like this year um like i would even say ghost of tsushima and like last of us 2 the visuals just don't quite hold a candle to that kind of fidelity yeah that's that's interesting to me (sighs) like what is is 343 doing i don't know um well, considering but, I that mean, game was, you know, in development for a very long time, uh, it's like Halo was kind of put on ice for a number of years, and yeah. I don't know what's up. I my I don't know, here's what is my honest opinion. Doing? My honest opinion is that they actually are doing the whole. Uh, they're doing the World of Warcraft thing. The graphics are low for a reason, and it's for the multiplayer. Is my guess. They they want that would make to sense. reach, so it's getting the most possible use on any PC that they put this on. It also plays on all the Xbox ones and the yep. series X's. So they want the visuals to be a low bar. That's easily attainable is my guess. That's true. So it can reach the most amount of people. And I mean, if you're making a multiplayer game, which halo is usually big when it comes to multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing a battle Royale and you want your battle Royale to be the battle Royale, that's how you do it. I mean, like I play the game. Well, and that's why I find it funny, which granted Halo, like Halo's never particularly looked like it's never been top of the visual game. Never has been. But it's like, just been a game that are, is fun to play. I remember mad when about the graphics, but they're not mad about like, like one of the most like two of the most popular games in the world are like Minecraft and fucking uh, uh, Fortnite. And you like, yeah. those don't have great graphics. So nope, I don't see they, what the big deal just, is. They work. I it's I just think it's it's hardcore fanboys just trying to pick apart something that looks fun. <laughs> it, it just I looks mean, like a fun game to play. Like why it, it's just it, it the same thing happened back when Halo 2 was coming out cuz it it turned into like Half-Life 2 versus Halo 2. Yeah, and I mean and, like th- there are better looking shooters, no fucking doubt. Like Call of Duty's pretty much had that visual game on lock for a really long time. Yeah. 
But that being said, I think that if it were actually Bungie making this, it would probably look a lot better. Just saying. Probably. I mean, Destiny, like, I do think this looks worse than Destiny 2, which is surprising. But Destiny 2 also isn't the best visually necessarily. They're just good. Their art team is good with colors. It's it's the same thing with Ghost of Tsushima, where they're just they understand colors and use those very efficiently. Yeah. I think another thing too could just be the fact that it's the first like actual open world game and there could be something where they're like, "Hey, we're not really playing with like LOD type technology where it's like oh you can see all the pop in maybe it's just like maybe they're rendering a whole lot more so the quality can't be there in order to have more of the environment be there so that it doesn't have the pop in effect i mean that's just a thought maybe i I don't know like some of that stuff uh i always think of how there were videos out there on how uh horizon zero dawn handled like pop in and actually loaded the environment that it was like weird like it loads based on your cone of vision. So basically anything that you're not looking at is completely deloaded, which is part of why that game looks as good as it does. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man did the same thing too. Yeah. It's like, that's pretty good tech just in general. Well, I mean, I would, it'd probably be safe to venture that 343 doesn't have that tech. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. They're, 343 has been an odd their thing with Halo um, and unfortunately this game Infinite's kind of like everything's writing on Infinite e- even the Xbox Series X in many ways is banking on Halo Infinite being well received like I think imagine it, if that game's just a turd <laughs> hopefully like, it's not I mean I hope like obviously I hope the best for all these like all the devs involved and the games involved. Like I, I like Halo, so I want it to be good, but I'm just saying if that game's a turd, like think of how that bodes for Xbox. Like they, they've had so many IPs that have just ended up as a doozy. I mean, almost everything on the Xbox one, like like, and I say that mostly referring to all their new IPs that they kept trying to get. And yeah, like Sunset like, Overdrive. That was, I mean, Sunset that is, Overdrive was cool, but I think they were playing with fire by messing with a dev that, you know, mostly uh, prior to that had done so work for Sony. Yeah. Well, and, and also like, just the fact that, like, I mean, I don't know. It, it, that, I mean, that didn't, it wasn't a bad game. I just, I don't know. It just, I, it just didn't seem super well received, but now it's like a cult. It's like a cult game like it's a cult classic i mean yeah i i didn't want to use the word cult classic because it's not exactly classic but it's weird to me that that was sucker punch that's the people who made ghost of shishima yeah like before now now sony owns sucker punch but that like sunset overdrive quantum break um rise son of rome like all those were like colossal flops like i mean and granted new ips are always a fucking gamble but yeah like microsoft's just had the roughest go of it where sony's new ips have done gangbusters like they've all been pretty good yeah and unfortunately i think i being a big factor from those being flops is the fact that they came out early xbox one cycle which obviously playstation 4 was ahead of the like playstation 4 is like the top of this generation in reality whereas if those games came out towards the end of the 360 maybe they would have done a lot better that's i mean 
it's hard to say. I mean, because that a lot of that's like we're going through that again now where most of the uh, launch games and I mean, Xbox has at least straight up messaged that. Yeah. But it's like all the launch games on the new console and for Xbox, it's like all those are basically Xbox one games like they're not separating by generations until about two years out. So, yeah. And where Sony is obviously leaning into like, hey, these games can only be played on like PS5, which is funny. Um, While the podcast I listened to, I can't remember which one. Maybe it was Giant Bomb. Maybe it was not Giant Bomb, but maybe it was Giant Beast. Uh, but they suggested that the new Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales is going to probably be released on the PS4. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. There's absolutely no way. <laughs> and I specifically cite this because I was like, you're you're pushing a new platform yeah. and Spider-Man being as big of a hit as it is. Like, I don't doubt that that game was developed for the PS4 initially and they're just dumping it to a PS5. But I'm like, yeah. they're not going to port that to PS4. Like, unless it yeah, sells terribly, but man, that's, yeah. that's going to be one of the games that moves units. Like, that's a unit moving game like that. It would also Horizon be really too. That would be are, really weird for them to be like, yeah, we're going to release Miles Morales and remaster Spider-Man one, uh, uh, the remastered Spider-Man for the PlayStation four. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, that it, that doesn't include remastered Spider-Man. That was a uh, that was part of the marketing kerfuffle. I thought I just read a recent thing saying that it actually will. Like, I mm. thought I saw something like. I don't know. You might want to look that up because, as far as I know, that was part of the marketing kerfuffle is when they said that it was including base Spider Man. And it is, as far as I know, it's a holistic new game. It doesn't include base Spider Man. I've heard rumors that there may be Spider Man remastered on the PS5, or not remastered necessarily, but just an update, like one with 4K visuals and, you know, the works. It's still saying but, so they're saying that it might come with full remaster of the original. This is from Destructoid saying that they it it still how, might come with a remaster. How recent is that? That is two days ago. Well, I don't trust them to be honest, because <laughs> I I just don't see why you would do that. My like my guess. You don't trust Destructoid or yeah, I don't trust Destructoid, especially okay, when like VG twenty four seven. Um, the biggest thing see. with that though was that they. <laughs> Why would they do that? Because then it's all fucked up because then the marketing person had it right in the first place. And why would they come and redact that? Yeah, that would be weird. Maybe. I don't know. Like, why it, would the company themselves, the developers themselves go? No, no, no. It's a separate game. If it was actually the thing that he said it was in the first place, that wouldn't make any goddamn sense. Like and there is a chance that here. Here's like a couple options for you. Since this is kind of like this may be a budget title for all we fucking know. It could be a $40 title. It may not be a full 60. It might be a full 60. We don't fucking know. But let's just say this comes out and let's just say it's a $40 game instead of a 60. Then I think you could probably buy a $60 version that comes prepackaged with probably a remastered version of Spider-Man. Like the first Spider-Man. And I bet they will, you know, like do a port of that for 20 bucks. But I don't think... And they'll so be probably were two this, separate SKUs, but I don't think it's going to be just prepackaged into the game by default. Where this rumor comes from is a post on r slash PlayStation uh, from four days ago. And I don't know if Game Informer was part of the me- the marketing kerfuffle, um, but uh, in the printed Game Informer magazine, it listed that it will have a remastered version of the original Spider-Man. 
okay, I extra don't t- trust it then. Because <laughs> that's where obviously all this is stemming from is Game Informer and then just all the other news outlets reported on it because the get like game review media is all, all those sites like they it's yeah, just a it's big all echo chamber repost. But inter- interestingly, even like Kotaku didn't pick up on this. So I mean yeah, I don't. I just take don't that with it. the it just, take it with a grain of salt. It's just rumor. It's the rumor mill. It's the the. It's the. Yeah, it, it's I sawdust. just can't. I couldn't understand fucking who is it? Insomniac. Yeah, Insomniac. I couldn't understand them being literally coming out and having to correct the marketing on it to be like, yeah. <laughs> hey, this is like a lost legacy. Yeah, and then and to then, be like, ah, yeah. gotcha, bitches. It's not Lost Legacy. It's more like uh, it is exactly what that marketing guy said. He wasn't wrong. We didn't need to correct him. We're the assholes. But what if they were? <laughs> He's so stupid. Yeah, I just. I mean, it. welcome but, to the gaming industry. <laughs> but the point is, is that I, I 100% doubt Miles Mora, like Miles Morales, Spider Man is going to be on the PS4. Like that's just probably not going to happen because Spider Man sold ridiculous numbers it's got a lot of brand recognition that game did like absolute gangbusters and suffice it to say the hype train on that like i don't know what it is like that game is good i'm not saying that game is bad but for me spider-man would never be a console seller but i can tell just by the hype behind it that it is yeah like some people love spider-man yeah i've just and i mean people loved that fucking game that game to me was kind of a potato chip game. Like, like it, it's good. Like it's good junk food type game. Like, you know, you swing around, it feels great. You beating up guys feels good. It, you feel like Spider-Man, but it's like, it, it, is that ever going to be like favorite game of all time? Absolutely not. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. So, but people loved it. People absolutely fucking loved it. So, yep. And people are real hype about the new one. So to, to the extent that some people think, that spider-man and halo are comparable uh i would never say that but <laughs> that's just people that's do. interesting yeah but hey people think uh, horizon zero dawn's comparable to halo and that seems ridiculous but i mean that's that's good things for sony if people think yeah. that highly of their new ips that's great for sony but yeah i just don't know i i like i said i i just am positive they're going to want to keep those games, despite the fact that if they could run on the old hardware, they want to silo them off to give people a reason to upgrade. Because otherwise, you're in the Xbox boat of like, what's the point in buying a new console? Sony's Sony's like the exact adverse of Xbox in that to be like, you want it to play these games. And we're going to use these games as bait for you to buy and play them on our new console. Play these cool, big, big old blockbuster titles on our console. Um, but yeah, uh, what were we even initially talking about? The gig league? Uh, yeah, we were talking about the gig league. So you somehow got onto, um, something with Halo and yeah, Halo. Um, but I don't know. I have, is there anything else to cover with the gig league or should we move on to something? I haven't else? dug through all the gig league anyway, so I've just seen, you know, it, there's stuff from that cro- cropping yeah, up the, everywhere. The big stuff I is, to the, we've covered, basically, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, I'm like, I listen to the Star Fox thing. I've seen some of the early Star Fox artwork, um, some of the iterations of Star Wolf. Um, you know, that that voice stuff is really cool. Yeah, that that is really cool. I actually I, I downloaded that so that I could have it. I was like, at first I was thinking, what are the, uh, what's, what's, what's the, um, 
the laws on public domain before I can use some of that audio in the podcast. And I looked it up. It's like, oh, yeah, like 95, 95 years from the date of creation. So I'm like, yeah, okay, well, that's never going to happen. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, You'd be better off finding this, the guy who did the voice at work if he's still alive, which I would assume he is. And, and then just having him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that would finding just be him on like cameo and paying him money to just God. have the voice lines. The, the cameo stuff makes me so like if I want like a voice line from cam it's so because it's all people just recording shit on their cell phone. It's like if I want a voiceover thing done, I'm not going to get it off of cameo because no one's doing voice. They're all just like, hey, here's my cell phone video. Enjoy that shitty tinny yeah. microphone on my cell phone. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like I'm better off just getting a nobody from Fiverr. <laughs> and then paying the hundred dollars for broadcast rights because that's always like oh yeah i'll voice over your thing for five bucks but if you want the high quality wave file that's another 20 bucks and if you if you want this or that if, if you want uh any redos it's another 20 bucks if you want broadcast rights it's a hundred dollars it's like it isn't like the like why would i record why would i have you record something for me if i wasn't intending on like using it somewhere <laughs> like what's the what would be the point some of them do like ridiculous stuff like i'll even add in music it's like okay cool um yeah well how about let's talk about everything major that happened at comic-con at home because there's a there's stuff got stuff and I'm trying to find the actual, because uh, we do talk about TV shows here too. There was game stuff, which I'm going to get to, but uh, yeah. Um, hmm. So let's see. On the Friday event, they uh, they they came out with the Hellstrom trailer, Marvel, which is, let's see where we go. When is that supposed to be coming out? Wow, autoplay videos. Why are you doing this to me? So this is a Hulu. A Hulu show? Yeah, it's a Hulu show that premieres October 2016th. I don't, are you familiar with Hellstrom? Because I'm not. Nope. I am. This is. The, are they digging that deep into Marvel to bring shows out? Um, so this is a. Uh, it's uh, Elizabeth Marvel's menacing serial killer mother seemingly unleashing an unseen evil on the world despite being locked away at St. Teresa's. What the fuck is this show? I've never even heard of this. I'm a bad. I, I'm terrible with comics. I don't know anything about comics in reality. But uh, yeah, so that's that. Um, Lovecraft Country trailer has arrived. It's another uh, Jordan Peele movie. So, you know, that's going to be another critically acclaimed style movie because he does some crazy work people love him i actually haven't seen his last one yet i can't remember you what is that us. called i have not i've not seen it have you seen it <laughs> i don't know yeah is it good yeah I've seen, yeah. yeah it's okay it, it's did it it's win awards a bit, i don't know if it won awards or not but it is a little bit too uh what's the word it's very cerebral in a way, and just I, mm, I do okay. feel somewhat with a lot of the like the metaphors and hidden messaging and shit. It's a bit masturbatorial. Like it can yeah. easily become one of those movies of like where somebody you know 
pauses it every fucking frame and is like, did you notice this thing? How about this thing? Oh my God. And it's just like, eh, like some of that gets to be a bit much. Like I do applaud it for some of its work with the, basically almost every shot, there's an 11-11 that appears. There's the scissors, which is 1-1. Like there's shit like that. And like there's hands across America is a big part of that movie. Um, yeah, so this is going to be like a gothic horror. It's uh takes place in 1950s Jim Crow era America, follows Atticus Black, his friend uh, Leticia and Uncle George on a road trip that will have them navigating racism and eerie supernatural horrors. Expect magic cults and one or two existential crises, crises. But it's supposed to be um supposed to be inspired by hp lovecraft's writing so that will be interesting because hp lovecraft was racist (laughs) yeah he was so i mean it's just gonna be they're obvious like jordan peele's gonna tackle that he's gonna for sure like that's what he does like i i just feel like especially you can't talk about lovecraft without getting like digging into the racism at least a bit at this point yeah um then they did some Walking Dead stuff, so they released a trailer and date for The Walking Dead Season 6, or uh, Fear the Walking Dead Season 6, which will be October 11th when that comes back out. And apparently the season finale for Season 10 of Walking Dead isn't a season finale anymore. They're releasing six ep- extra episodes in 2021 for the regular the walking dead which i thought that was supposed to be ending like wasn't is season 10 supposed to be the end of the walking dead right i don't know no i don't pay any attention to walking dead (laughs) it's all nonsense to me then there's uh another show called the walkers um which is another show called the walking dead uh and now it's going to be called world beyond they need to stop it's time to stop (laughs) unless it's not a show okay well hold on Hmm. No, I guess it's not actually a new. It isn't a show. It's just that's just what they're calling the walkers now. They're just calling them the world beyond, right? In world beyond, is world beyond another show? Is that is that it? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, know yeah, it is. Yeah, Dead. it's world beyond. It's another Walking Dead show. <laughs> God damn it! These guys, it's too much. Too much Walking Dead. Um. Yeah, World Beyond is the show. You got another New Mutants trilogy. Um, include Antonio Bandera's Warlock. Oh, so he's playing Adam Warlock? Yep. Um, so let's see. He he had revealed that he had plans for the forthcoming New Mutants to become a trilogy for uh, Fox Marvel movies, um, but now X-Men is with Marvel Studios and Disney, so those plans are gone for good. <laughs> um, so I guess that wasn't, that's not actually happening. That's what was planned. That was a really weird way to phrase the initial title of that, but but that's what he that's that's what he, he had planned for the new mutants, and that didn't happen because when Disney bought Marvel, they just scrapped everything because that's what Disney do. They start over. Disney does what Disney do. Yep. New Star Wars comic will tie into Rise of the Skywalker and Star Wars: The High Republic is coming cool. which is an animated show i can't show? believe i don't care about any of this stuff <laughs> it's yeah what what happened to you marcus you're so jaded over the comic-con this stuff, stuff. All sucks this all this shit sucks <laughs> star wars has sucked 
Everything sucks. Everything sucks. All what the Marvel bu- shit is sounds like the boringest shit ever. <laughs> uh, fucking, yeah, they're all shows nobody cares about. They're all heroes nobody gives a fuck about. What about G4? You ever hear of a TV channel called G4? Yeah, I used to watch it all the fucking time. Well, they uh, they had a little thing to show at uh, Comic Con, and apparently Comic-Con they're coming at home. Yep, at diff- apparently they're coming back in twenty twenty one no idea of like it's just like a teaser trailer it's just the title of the video is we never stopped we never stopped playing and they posted the video i mean the end of the video just says 2021 we never stopped playing and that's just that's that's it um they re they revived their twitter handle and posted that video they posted it to the former g4 channel on youtube i guess their new youtube channel and then also the old channels for attack of the show and x play they posted the same video um i just i don't know what this means like because i i mean i used to watch you know x play um yeah and a lot of that was weird because uh, i mean i talked loved about this x play on back Bomb. in the day like, it, like a lot of the reviews were written by uh GameSpot employees and then just read by like <laughs> Adam Sessler and Morgan yeah. Webb. Um, or, and then, I mean, they had like skits and stuff that went along yeah. with that. Like that show was pretty good. Like that, not, Yeah, those skits were good. And I mean, I that's mean, why I, I like listening to show. Giant Bomb because you get that insider info. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like watched all this shit, but it, it's just like, what does that mean coming back? Like, surely it's not coming back as like an actual TV yeah, show at no. this point. Like, it's yeah. probably coming back as some internet fucking thing, but what does that mean like yeah like, i'm i know i'm like, i'm interested no to way see bringing back adam sessler or anybody no but. well yeah because they go on because kevin uh perrier and olivia munn have haven't really said anything about their involvement um but morgan webb and adam sessler sessler were straight up like no we didn't know anything about this <laughs> so clearly they're not involved um so yeah i don't know i'm i'm interested to see what they will do like who's actually in charge of this? Like who owns G four right now? Like like because I mean that G four just like ended and that what happened to it? Like what who who would where did the uh, <laughs> what did the ownership go to? Was let's see what I wonder if I can find this. Who owns G four TV? G four great G four media. Thanks thanks a lot. Who the fuck is G four media? <laughs> it's that's G four. G4 TV, American Pay Television Network, owned by G4 Media, a joint venture between NBC Universal Cable Division of NBC Universal and Dish Network. So NBC and Dish, yeah, those are those are the owners of G4 Media. So what are they? What are their plans? I mean, like you said, like they can't just be a TV channel because, like, does anyone actually like really like, especially when it comes to video games? and like tech or anything like that like paying for a premium like dish channel or tv channel is like the the last thing they're ever gonna do in today's age in modern times in current year no one no one interested in video games is like yeah i gotta pay for that tv show that tv channel yeah that's why either they would have to be a youtube thing or you know what Maybe they could they're just, on Quibi. Maybe they're a Quibi <laughs> thing. Oh god, if they're fucking Quibi, I'm that the, the there's no they, it can't be. Like why would they do that if they're like posting the YouTube? I don't know. Cuz they're big pieces of shit. I don't they're, they're big pieces. Well, who owns Quibi? Hold on. Hold on. Cuz Quibi is owned by somebody. Who owns Quibi? Who owns Quibi? 
Jeffrey Katzenberg I don't know who and is. Meg Whitman are the owners of Quibi. Um, like, I don't, I don't know. They have a partnership with T-Mobile. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a, I don't think it's going to be a Quibi. If it's T-Mobile, hey, maybe not Quibi. I'm just throwing concepts out there. I'm just throwing. I don't, maybe they want to take on Giant Bomb. They want to start a podcast and it's going to be a video game podcast. You mean take us on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Giant Bomb, our uh, our fellow podcasters and equals in the podcasting industry, um, they're taking us on. We are the competition for G4 TV. They're gonna start the G4, the G4 cast, and then the G4 Beast cast, <laughs> the 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 Yeast cast. That sounds gross. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird that like who would have thought that we would. Uh, it's pandemic times. Everything they were they got crazy. They were like, you know what? We might solve this pa- pandemic, bringing back G four. No, you and know what's like, gonna you know what's gonna, gonna happen. What you know what happens is they. What if they? What if their plan is to bring back cops? Because <laughs> you know, cops is canceled. Cops. cops is canceled. And what if? And that was the last thing that they were airing on G four TV is cops and cheaters. They're gonna bring back cops. They're like, we. You know what? If there's no cops, there, there's nothing. We got to have cops for some reason. So we're going to revive G4 and we're just going to put all the cops episodes on it. <laughs> that's that's going to be G4. <laughs> Let's see. And Kotaku went on to say smart money says it won't be on television because who watches that anymore? But that means it's probably going online and ecosystem already bloated with gaming content. Whatever the case, we'll, we'll learn more as we near 2021. It's going on Quibi. It's, that's your that's your bet, Quibi. Um, I'm thinking OnlyFans. <laughs> it's a premium channel. It has to be on a premium website. OnlyFans. Yep, that's a <laughs> that's that's the G4 news. Um, what other news do we got here? What other good stuff we got? What are we doing for time? You know what? How about when did we start actually recording? Because I was recording before we started. I don't know what time we started recording here. See a bunch of talking on the waveform. Yeah, that tells me nothing. I got nothing here. Um, you know what? Let's just take a quick break and then we'll be back with more news. Looking for a new podcast? Check out the Infectious Groove podcast. My name is Russ and I host the show along with Michelle and Kyle. Every Monday, the three of us bring you music news and tell you our jammy jams, so you'll always have new music to check out. The Infectious Groove podcast discusses music from nearly every decade and genre while openly displaying our passion for music you need to hear. On top of that, we have a thought-provoking main topic of discussion every week to get you thinking, discussing, and sharing music. We also include interviews with the music stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms. Subscribe and listen to the Infectious Groove podcast on your favorite podcast platform today. Okay, it's me. I am back and I am here with Sam and we have a tournament to talk about, but this isn't a tournament we're putting on. This is uh, something you're doing. Yeah, so uh, my name is Sam and I'm the head of the Igniting Gaming uh, organization. Um, Basically what we are is we're... uh, centered around creating these like three overwatch teams we're branching out into Valorant now but um we have three overwatch teams that are um, gold plat and almost diamond uh and we're trying to just like get players through uh, the system and like improve them through good coaching and consistent scrims and consistent uh tournaments um 
that that's like basically our goal is to just move players up through the ranks and get them out into the world as better players. Uh, so, but what we're talking about today is the uh, the Open World Rumble tournament that we've got um, coming up this next weekend, uh, August 15th and 16th. So basically how that's going to work, it's a solo sign-up tournament. Uh, you have to sign up by August 14th at 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, and what's going to happen on the August 14th is there's going to be a draft at 8 p.m. Eastern and where we're going to have picked captains and there's going to be this whole bench and this whole production on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash united underscore esports where they're going to, you know, the captains are going to be in a certain call and then the desk is going to be reacting to the um, various picks that the captains put in. That sounds awesome. And I understand there's going to be a prize for this as well. Yeah, uh, we did. We did a fundraising stream. Um, and uh so there's going to be a $180 prize pool uh, split evenly amongst all of the winners. So if you do your maths right, that's 30 bucks a person. That's like... Yeah, you're going to be buying dinner if you're a winner of this. That's true. <laughs> so uh, where can we where can we find this? Where are you guys located at? Okay, so if you uh, want to go to our Discord, it's ignited.gg forward slash Discord. And then if you want to go to our uh, rules and signups, it's um, ignited.gg forward slash rumble rules. But you do have to be a member of our Discord in order to sign up. So make sure you hit the Discord. All right. Well, that's something to look forward to this weekend coming up again. That's uh, August 14th is a cutoff for the registration at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, and yep, the cutoff. And then the draft at 8. Yep. And then... Uh, Games do begin the weekend at 2, at 2 p.m. on both the 15th and the 16th, so yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here today to uh, talk about this tournament, and it's uh, something that we look forward to happening this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right, and we are back with the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu podcast. Oh, wait, no, this is like Gaming Arena. Shit. Uh, <laughs> Shit, I thought we terminals. were our buddy Joe Rogan for a sec. Yeah, our, our fellow podcaster and equal Joe Rogan. Um, no, and this nemesis. is about video and nemesis, yeah. All podcasts are equals and nemesis, no. uh, especially Joe Rogan. Um, but yeah, we are here with Video Game News. Um, yeah, sorry, it's not Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but it is video game news. Um, so where should I start? How about, apparently there are some leaks and a tweet from Epic that, um, have people convinced that there will be driving, drivable cars in Fortnite. Um, that sounds, so I'm wondering, yeah, yeah, it does to me. Like people are, so at this point people are just waiting for it to happen. I kind of wonder if it will be like the cars that they have populated around the world will be drivable or if it will be just specific ones because they've had I mean, you have like the buggies and like four wheelers and shit they've done in the past. Um, but yeah, so the the tweet from Fortnite, which came out July 23rd, says Fender Bender hashtag no sweat run out of gas. That's not covered. Our lawyers are currently sweating the policy details and fixing typos like otter coverage instead of auto coverage. Due to this, many vehicles got taken for inspections. It's in expect a few weeks until we're road ready. So it sounds like drivable cars is going to be a thing, but people are still waiting for it. So um, I don't know I like I know they they like to 
kind of play these things out like long term, like building stories that last like months into the game. So I'm sure it'll come eventually. Um, but speaking of uh, speaking of battle royales, uh, Apex Legends developers respond to criticism of pandemic work schedule. So there are screenshots of like reviews on Glassdoor. Uh, which is like a website where people review former employers or current employers, which, you know, like whenever someone has a review most of the time, especially about an employer player, it's always the bad stuff. No one ever says anything like, yeah, I worked there. It was great. Cause you're still working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're not reviewing a place that you're currently working for usually. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a screenshot of a post uh, criticizing respawn. Uh the anonymous poster described a negative work-from-home environment that severely impacted their mental and physical work. And the quote here, I feel extremely stressed and burnt out trying to keep our seasonal releases on the same aggressive timeline as pre-shelter-in-place productivity. Um, I currently work 12 to 13 hours a day, and there's no separation between my home and work life. Uh, mostly every other game company have extended project deadlines and feature content roadmaps to accommodate for lower efficiencies and general stress slash anxiety during COVID-19, but not on the apex project they wrote, which is weird. Cause I remember when apex first came out and they're like, yeah, we were, we've been like already working on like new content for like the last six months. And like, I thought they had like a sizable cushion between uh, creating like new content and actually putting it out. Yeah. So, and I heard they don't overwork people and all that bullshit. Yeah. So somebody's um, lying. Yeah. So the Reddit thread garnered over 700 comments, mostly in support of the poster. And the thread also attracted respawn employees who offered explanations into the company's work from home policies and expectations. Oh boy. Here we go. Uh, Respondent EA put many benefits in place to make sure employees were being taken care of, um, which is the from Chad Grenier, uh, Grenier, uh, Apex Legend, Legends game director. Unlimited paid time off if you were not feeling well physically or mentally or taking care of someone. Reimbursement for any purchases to make working from home easier for more or more comfortable. Additional pay each paycheck to cover increased energy or internet bills, flex work hours. The list goes on. Okay, that doesn't, like, unless he's, like, flat out lying, that doesn't sound shitty at all. Come on. <laughs> like, increasing your pay just because you're spending more time on your computer at home because of electricity? I can't think of many companies that would think of that. <laughs> um so he explained that he understood the difficulty of keeping a game like Apex running and the, the players happy in the middle of a pandemic. Um, he did his, he also explained he did his best to communicate to his team. That's okay. If they're lagging behind, even advocating for the delayed release of the next competitive season. Uh, and it, he continued. I was, it was, I was very vocal to the team about their deadlines, like a broke broken record. I continuously asked that people speak up to their managers or producers. If they will not be able to get their work done on time without crunching delays would be okay. We just need to know when is needed. Remember that odd two week delay when season four was supposed to end. And then magically an additional two weeks was added to the end of the season with no weekly challenges. Yeah. That was because I delayed season five by two weeks. Um, and then other employees expressed sympathy for the poster, but also supported the company's overall handling of the situation. Um, I gotta say, I was really sad to read this post. 
I hope whoever this uh, uh, dev is reaches out for help soon before making a really tough decision. Of course, my opinion will sound biased, but for what it's worth, I can honestly say that I personally feel very well are very supported by my teammates and my leaders. Respawn is not a perfect place, but damn, they put the well-being of the developers as a really high priority. So I, it's and it's it's like it's it's a he said he said she said sort of thing. Like it's either the the person that posted that review is either flat out lying or respawn is astroturfing the Reddit thread. <laughs> it's either one of it's which one? Which one is it? Who do you believe in this situation? It's hard to it's say. Difficult. It's difficult, yeah, because you don't you don't know. Like, it's it's easier to side with the little guy. I mean, usually I, I the big corporations are anything bad out of respawn. Yeah, this is the, now, this so. is like the the first time I've heard something like really negative out of respawn. And a lot of these companies, it seems, have been pretty good about the whole working from home stuff. And I just I don't know. Maybe it's maybe the person actually just has terrible home life and they don't want to be home, and that's causing the the problems. That's I mean, that's a possibility. It's just, it's hard to say who to believe in this situation. Like you want to side with, like I said, you want to side with the little guy, but how do you know they're not just lying? It, it seems like the, the evidence is stacked against them in this case, because there's a history of them in general, not being shitty to their employees. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And so I don't know more solid information of like, once again, evidence of respawn being shit. Like, I just don't know. Yeah. Um. So apparently there's going to be another new Battlestar Galactica on the Peacock Network. Fuck's the Peacock Network. It's NBC's streaming network. Yuck. Yeah. Um. But yeah, apparently, yeah, there's going to be a, but they're saying it's not a reboot. I'm so confused. Um. Let's see. Hold on. Oh, fuck you, pop-up ads. Jesus. Let's see what we know about Peacock's new Battlestar Galactica series. It's made by Cylons. <laughs> yeah. I wondered why they called it the Cylon Network. <laughs> um, it's inspired by the 2004 series, but is not a remake. Um, They're saying... It's not a remake of the series uh, that Ron Mo D. Moore launched because why mess with perfection? Instead, we'll explore a new story within the mythology while staying true to the spirit of Battlestar. Battlestar. So does that mean it is in the same exact universe as that one? I'm. It's not. In the, it's not strictly a reboot. God, I don't know. I don't know about this. It won't be a limited series. Okay, so it's gonna be a, a long it's gonna be a long series yeah you say that but you're gonna cancel it after one season fuck you guys i don't i don't trust this i don't trust it marcus i don't, I don't trust either. any new i don't trust any new sci-fi shows i don't trust made anything by, made by cylons it's made by cylons nbc is controlled by cylons it's like it's like my rule like the the three seasons it's got to be three seasons and even that rule fucked me that rule fucked me marcus star galactica Battlestar Galactica is so, so fucking good. That's what they all say, but it's made by Cylon. Well, no, that one isn't. The good one isn't. Yeah, it is. They're all You're made, made by, by Cylons. Cylons. They're all Cylons. Everybody's You're a, a Cylon. Cylon. You're a Cylon, Marcus. <laughs> We're all Cylons. I didn't know. 
<laughs> well, that's what the whole story is about. They that's didn't the, know they were Cylons, Marcus. We're all Cylons. That's that's what Battlestar yeah, Galactica is about. It's what it's all about. The problem they is were that Cylons. I know that. And that they were ruined Cylons. the whole thing. <laughs> they were Cylons, and and they didn't know. They heard the song, Marcus. They heard the song in the walls all along the watchtower. It was in the walls the whole time. I don't know what that means. That it I'm was, a Cylon. <laughs> if you hear the song, you're a Cylon. It was it was the watchtower all along. Only Cylons always, want to kill always other has Cylons. been. It always has been, Marcus. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want this. I I want it to happen, but I also don't. Because, like I said, like I they said, be a Cylon. Don't, don't fuck with perfection. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's move on. Hey, a Mario Modder created an all new Zelda game in Ocarina of Time's engine. Let's Kaze Emanuar, who we normally post about thanks to his astounding work modding Mario games, has, with the help of some friends, only gone and made an all new. Legend of Zelda game. I think this is the same. Is this the same guy that did the trampoline thing? I don't know. Probably not. Um. Yeah. So it's called <laughs> the Legend of Zelda and uh, uh the Missing Link. The Missing and No. And it's set between yeah. It's set between Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. It tries its hardest to get that out that it's an all new game. While some of the gear and characters are familiar, the world and dungeons you play through, complete with complete with cutscenes and story, are all fresh. How did they not? How does he not get a cease and desist from Nintendo? Oh, he will. <laughs> he will. Now that now that could talk around the story, he will. Yeah, Nintendo will be all over that shit. Um, this one's not significant because this is just seems like the case for anything anymore. But um, you can play Doom inside Minecraft. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you can play Doom inside Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Well, that's probably coming. That's next. <laughs> I saw one where someone was playing Doom on their fucking, like, I, I can't remember. It was something stupid. I'm like, how and why? Let's see. What happens when I type, you can play Doom on, oh, the first one is anything. <laughs> the first, let's see. You can play Doom on enter. On anything. Pianos, printers, and other surprising things you can play Doom on. Yeah, so you get yeah, you can play Doom on a printer and a piano, an oscilloscope, an ATM. That's the one. Someone hacked a fucking ATM to play Doom. An ass to mouth. Oh. <laughs> um, someone hacked Doom so that you could play Doom inside Doom. Um, a SanDisk, Sansa Clip Plus, MP3 player. Remember those? You can play Doom in that. Uh, you can play Doom inside a digital camera. You can play Doom inside Half-Life 2. These are all places you can play Doom in, Marcus. It's the most versatile game. How long until we can play Doom Eternal and all that stuff? That's what I want to know. Two years. Two years. <laughs> That's it's just a specific timeline. Hey, um, so we're going to get like a... Like Netflix is determined to just dump a truckload of just like the Witcher content off on us. Because like... We're it already money. We're already getting... Well, how did it make money? <laughs> <laughs> it made money. That's uh, Netflix is weird. Uh, and we okay, already discussed that they're, the just a, they're just a it pit. Got it got this. And Netflix, so whoever made it. How come Netflix money? doesn't sell merchandise? Why isn't there like Netflix branded? Like, I mean, is there? 
Do they have like? Can you like buy like Netflix shit? Like, hey, this is this Netflix show. You can buy this toy or poster. I don't or clothes. You can buy Stranger. They they license like Stranger Things shit out, right? They have to. Yeah, I mean the moss. I feel like they're not merchandising enough. I don't know. We need some Witcher oranges. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like we're already getting like another season of that, but now they're like they're doing the anime. And now they're doing a live action prequel series set like way in the past. What they say, like 1,200 years? Yeah, something like that. 1,000 something. Yeah, 1,200 years before the events of season one of the Witcher series. Um, on top of the see the like the season two that we're already gonna get in the anime. So like, what's next? What what more Witcher stuff are we gonna get? I'm like, I'm fine with it. I like it. I want to know more about the lore because fuck it. If I'm ever going to actually play the games, I mean, they're so long. Or There's so much the there. I'm not going to fucking read the books, Marcus. <laughs> I don't got time for that. The books take even longer to read. And I'm, I, I don't know. I can't do audio books. They put me to sleep just like regular books. Sounds like a personal problem. It is. It's a bad problem. Actually. <laughs> I wish I didn't have it. I wish I could read. Cause maybe I wouldn't be so stupid. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know. Are you excited for that? Yeah, yeah, tepid. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like the Witcher show as much as everybody else. See, and I, me having never played any of the games, I was like, that was it was awesome. (laughs) See, I by me me not consuming everything, all the media that everybody else is consuming, I enjoy things more. (laughs) But I don't know. Yeah. Um. I can't. We talked about the analog pocket before, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay. Well, that there's a there. They actually have like kind of a date. They're saying it's gonna start shipping in May 2021. So yeah, I mean, analog does good stuff. They they're just pre-orders going on, up. What August third? Uh, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, August third at noon Eastern time is when you can pre-order the analog pocket uh by itself it's 200 dollars. the dock that supports the hdmi out and up to four external controllers is 100 dollars. so likely you'll i mean and then what control is it just use regular usb controllers or do you have to buy specific controllers for it i mean it's got buttons on it well i know but it's the dock i mean the dock is just has four external controllers I think you have USB controllers, and I think those obviously you may want to use like uh, eight bit O controller. Yeah, I mean it looks so cool, but fuck if I'm gonna spend three hundred dollars on but that plus the dock. But it's a MIDI thing. That and that's the part that makes me want to buy it because it's a MIDI controller. <laughs> I could run our soundboard off of it. The soundboard we don't have because I don't have. I don't have a, an analog pocket, but we could have one if I in in May 2021 if I if I pre-order a, an analog pocket. I might. You think you might? I'm interested. Yeah, it has that built-in Nano Loop music creation software, which I mean, I believe it's just it's like a like an updated version of like a tracker, which is uh, the the common software that is used for or used in like a game boy for when you're making music in a game boy they call them trackers but that's a a 1600 by 1440 pixel display on a screen that's 3.5 inches big it's just it's a little overkill but you know 
but you could toss it to your TV if you get the dock. I mean, yeah, that's that's true. But what am I going to play in at Pokemon? At well, you can. It has the <laughs> G, you can play GBA games and Game Boy games. And okay, well, I mean, it has still like those for other games too. I don't know if those. Well, maybe other games, but I mean, like anything on a Game Boy, I don't think it looks all that super great on a TV. I mean, yeah, but those I, GBA. See, my thing is the GBA games. Yeah, those might look better. But it's not really about the TV, like. Yeah, I mean, it'll look. Those pixels will look crisp. I guess <laughs> they'll be the they'll be they'll be the best looking pixels. Um, what do we have here next? Uh, article. Yes, Daigo Umahara is still winning Street Fighter tournaments. We talked about him before. He's a badass in Street Fighter. Uh, what does he play as? Hmm. Pretty sure he plays as Ryu. Hmm. Doesn't say here. Pretty sure he's a Ryu main. Okay, that's a four-hour video to skip through. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, let's see. Does this one matter? Okay, let's see. Okay, yeah. You wait, Ken. I think oh, he's playing he's as a Ryu kid. guy. Unless this is at the wrong time set. I don't know. Anyway, he uh he, Not to he, say he wins can't play Ken cuz I mean they're like the same character. They're like the same character. But um he he wins those tournaments. He's a good ass. Uh, that's esports corner. <laughs> Daigo wins Street Fighter tournaments. Esports corner. Um, so I feel like I've my I've talked about this before, and suddenly it's like a news thing now. But uh, PSP owners, check your batteries. Um, but yeah, like if you have a PSP, those batteries be puffy. You wanna you wanna check those batteries because, like, I mean, shit, mine were like they were bad like four five years ago, <laughs> and I had to throw those things out, dispose of them in the way you dispose of batteries. A non-illegal way that you dispose of batteries, um, uh, setting them on fire in your backyard. <laughs> That's not what I did, but it's exactly what you did. <laughs> but yeah, so those the batteries for like the original PSP, they're going bad. They are starting to swell up, which means that they they're compromised and they're at risk of exploding. And you don't want that. And I'm sure a majority of you who have PSPs, they're just sitting in storage somewhere. So you might want to go double check on those. Yeah, uh, I need the, to check on mine. The same way you would want to check on your Xbox if you have one with that the the leaking capacitors in there that just destroy your motherboard if they leak. So um, obviously the PSP is a lot easier to check because you can pop that battery out and toss that bad boy uh, uh, into a pool of water. <laughs> Don't do that either. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's just a thing that happens to lithium batteries over time. They just expand and get all puffy. <laughs> but yeah, apparently this was trending uh, over the weekend because people, someone noticed it and they tweeted about it. Someone with a following noticed it and made a tweet about it. And now people are like, oh man, my PSP batteries. And it's, uh, they're, they're exploding at the seams. Like there's like so many tweets like holy shit I thought the PSP battery exploding thing was a joke what the fuck and the their the back of their PSP is like destroyed because like it puffed up so bad that it bent the plastic on the battery the the battery spot <laughs> yeah I really got to check mine but I did get my PSP a few years like mine's not a launch PSP mine so was it a, might be okay mine was a PSP two thousand and it happened to that one too it was a Darth Vader edition. 
Mine's a PSP 5,000. No, they only made them up to 3,000, Marcus. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> you had a PSP 1,000, a 2,000, or a 3,000. And then the PSP Go after that. <laughs> yeah, the 5,000. The 5,000. No, that's the PS Vita. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got rid of my PSP batteries a while ago. I've been meaning to look and see if there's like some aftermarket ones that I can... I don't know, load mine up and play some, I don't know, I don't know what games I play on them anymore. I'll just play Pokemon, some uh, scrub, I guess. Oh, someone puts a battery where their actual battery, like the plastic around the battery exploded, like it expanded so much. Yeah, that's not good. You don't want those ha- uh, exploding. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. You want them to explode all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> It's the government telling you that you don't want them to blow up. Um. Up next, hey, uh, a there was a surprise announcement on uh, during Jeff Keighley's Summer Games Fest that uh, Cuphead is now out on PlayStation Four. I wonder who would care about that. You. I wonder what person would be excited to play more Cuphead. You. I wonder. You, what- <laughs> you're determined on to play it on every platform. Yeah, I'm playing it right now. <laughs> You're gonna be the guy playing Cuphead on a printer. If it comes to that, if it you're comes gonna be, to blows, you're gonna you're gonna be playing Cuphead inside Doom. No, this may be the last hurrah for me and Cuphead. <laughs> the last hurrah. Um, because I'm gonna try and platinum it. It's finally on a platform that I can get achievables in. Hey, well, yeah, I could have got them on Xbox, but I just don't care about Xbox. Yeah, well, who cares? Those. Nobody cares about Xbox achievements. I'm an Xbox guy, and I don't care about Xbox achievements. Um, Animal Crossing second summer update adds fireworks, dreaming, and cloud backups. There you go. Finally, cloud backups. The thing everybody wanted. Um, the bizarre ability to visit other islands via dreaming. That's interesting. I don't know. Have you... Have you been playing that at all? Are no. You, you just, you all dried up on the Animal Crossing? I mean, I like it. I want to go back. I just, you know, it's one of those games you fall off for a bit and then it becomes like every day you don't go back, it gets harder and harder to go back. And then you go back and you're, you're like, like now you gotta be like, get yelled at. you go back and you're like, now I gotta fix this place up. That's, that's what the full of that's, fucking weeds. That's the real game is you just leave it unattended you leave it to shambles and you come back and you get to be the hero again and clean all that shit up i don't want to be a hero <laughs> um middle gear solid five players finally destroyed every nuke in the playstation 3 version and it triggered a secret cutscene. a secret cutscene that we've already seen <laughs> like that because well because somebody they already did like, like this the data mine out. Yeah, like, I just found it weird because this was reported like it was, like, a new thing. And it's like, well, we, like, did know about this. Like, and it was only able to even happen on a dead platform, to say the least. Yeah. Um, then, what's next? Did we mention that there were certain songs that weren't going to be on the Tony Hawk remaster? Um, Yeah, we didn't mention which ones specifically. Apparently, those tracks will be as part of the game. It was Anthrax... And suicidal tendencies tracks will be in the remasters. Oh, they so. decided not to be shitty and let their music yeah. be in there. I guess. Did they I have to so. see that everybody else was and saw that they were the bad yeah, guys? Probably. <laughs> They're like, oh shit, 
Everybody like, looks oh, like shit. us, wow, like they're the bad guys. It's just three of us. <laughs> we thought less people would be on board. But it didn't say, it, there's no information on whether it, um, <laughs> whether that was the case or not. It just, they're just showing it as part of the promotional stuff now. And it includes their names on the list of the soundtrack of what's going to be in it. And, uh, you know, our favorite gaming company, who's our favorite gaming company, Marcus? That's right. Konami. They're launching a line of gaming PCs because, you know, you know who knows gaming like anybody else? Konami. They're, they're going to make gaming PCs. I bet they're going to mine Bitcoin behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, that's a horrible rumor. Where'd you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I just made it up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn it. Konami. Why? Just just leave. Nobody wants you anymore. <laughs> just just sell your shit off to somebody else. License it. I don't. God damn it. That's oh, man. I that makes me so mad that I, I want to use an Xbox controller to 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 shoot a tank cannon at Konami. <laughs> hey, that's what Israel's doing. <laughs> Segways acting. Yeah, so Israel wants to use Xbox controllers in its tanks, which, I mean, are they just, like, remote control tanks? I gotta, I gotta oh. look at this. I gotta look at this. Is this, what kind of controller are they using? That's an Xbox 360 controller! God, what are we, what year are we living in? This is 2020! You need to use an Xbox 360 controller? Man, you might as well just use a regular Xbox controller, if that's how far back you're gonna go. <laughs> You might as well be using Joy-Cons. That's right. I said it. Joy-Cons. I said it. The Joy-Cons are worse than the Xbox the 360 controller. Drift. <laughs> that's that's what they need. They need to drift. Um, but it would have HD rumble. <laughs> so you can tell when you run people over. Yeah, exactly. You can, you know, you'll know, you know exactly how many people you ran over with a tank because of that HD rumble. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. Um, so this tank was developed by the Israel Aerospace Industries and, uh, the Xbox controller feature or they, in addition to the Xbox controller, it also features large tablets for displaying information that would be common in any modern first person shooter, like a map, ammo supplies and available weaponry. Uh, quote is, it's not exactly like playing Fortnite, but something like that. And amazingly, they can bring their skills to operational effectiveness, uh, operational effectiveness in no time. Yeah, let's, let's make, let's make killing people more efficient (laughs) every day. It's just going to get to that point where that, where that Star Trek episode, where they're just like, it's all virtual. But then like when people like, quote unquote, die, they're just like, all right, you just got to line up and go to the killing machines because you died in this virtual war we're waging i don't know if you've ever seen that episode it's a classic episode of star trek i've never watched star trek i'm not a star trek fan but even i've seen that marcus come on come on marcus what are you doing over there um i've never seen the star i've never seen Battlestar galactica you you god damn it marcus i'm a cylon (laughs) you still haven't you still haven't even seen that other show that i i I, I complained about I can't remember what Battle it was Star already. Galactica. No, it was not it was a newer show. Um Battle oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um no, the Mandalorian. You're like, yeah, I'm not gonna see that. <laughs> I'll see it eventually. Yeah, well yeah, but just like Battle you've Star seen Galactica. just Never like you've Battle seen Star Galactica. Galactica. But but what if 
What if uh, it was made by Cylons? It is. <laughs> it's not what if it was. It it just is. Everything is. Um, you know what also was made by Cylons? The Splinter Cell anime <laughs> on Netflix. You could have talked about this when you were gushing about how shitty The Witcher was. <laughs> I'm going chronologically through my list. That's what I'm doing. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know about this. I don't. I just want another Splinter Cell game. Is that so no, hard to ask for? It'll be made by fucking Silence. Jesus <laughs> Christ, just okay. Gaming is canceled. It's all made by Silence. We're gonna cancel video games because we can't give in to the Cylon regime. It's all just Cylons. It's just a never-ending fucking cesspit of Cylons. Yeah. (laughs) It's Cylons always was. It's the meme. Yeah, it always was. (laughs) (laughs) Um, EA just had its best June quarter for sales in its 38-year history. Well, that's depressing. (laughs) Combined with COVID and, I don't know... Not being as shitty. This, giant this evil year. company does well. Yeah, giant evil company. Stock markets soar. <laughs> um, Steam update prevents users from purchasing games through VPNs. That's shitty. Yeah, it kind of really is. So it it's it's it one hundred percent is to prevent people from buying games that are in regions that they don't live in. So. Yeah, so Valve, Steam, bringing back region locked games. Thanks. We love we love region locked. Who would have thought it would be on the PC? Yeah, right. Like while consoles are getting rid of region locks, uh, Steam's bringing them back. Yeah, because that's a feature. Okay. It, yeah, that's that's how they pay the bills, I guess. Region locked games. Um, Stardew Valley is taking pre-orders for a Nintendo Switch and PC physical edition. Are you going to buy that, Marcus? No. You going to get that Stardew Valley Nintendo Switch physical edition? I already own a physical edition. Well, now you, now you can get another one. No. From, I don't want it. It's a collector's edition, though. I already have a collector's edition. But this one's from the Fan Gamer. I think my other one also is through Fan Gamer. <laughs> but this one's for the Nintendo Switch. You can have it on all the platforms, just like Cuphead. Stardew is not as good as Cuphead. You got me there. <laughs> uh, but, uh, okay, last one I have. Last article. The Cowboy Bebop soundtrack is now on Spotify because it's the best soundtrack in existence. And you know why? I don't know. Have you played Cuphead? Fuck you, Marcus. <laughs> Cowboy Bebop soundtrack. It's the best soundtrack because it's made by Silence. I would say it's the best soundtrack since Cuphead. oh god damn it marcus no cuphead soundtrack's good but it's not my favorite soundtrack but but i do like it it's good it's good it's it's cuphead soundtrack it's uh electro jazz right is it fuck what is that um i don't know it's like it's just old-timey music you know it's (laughs) i thought it was like it's but like it was like swing music, I guess. Like modern, though. Like, does it have like actual? Does it have like kind of like electronic beats in it? Um, I don't really know. Okay, well, we're gonna um, Cuphead OST. That's an ad. Video will play after ads. Ad with an S. Multiple ads. You're gonna make me wait a whole 
ass day. 15 a seconds. Whole day. There's 15. That's like a day in my time. Two ads, 15 seconds each. A whole 30 seconds. That's like 16 years in my time. God. In Cylon time. That's it's a really all, long time. And it's all political ads, too. It's all political. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of these motherfucking Cylons on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> okay, so these are. Yeah, it's not even like electro jazz. This is just straight up just jazz. Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't remember it being really electric or anything. It's just kind of like old swingy music and jazz and. Or yeah, I was thinking it was like I never played it obviously, but I was thought it was just like electric swing music that they did to bring it to a new era. I don't know. Anyway, no, that's they kept that's it in the old era. The old era, modern game, old era. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's that's it. That's all I got. You got anything else? Nope. All right. Well, we're going to call that. That's a cast. Um, so if you haven't already followed us on our social media, go ahead and do that. Just like Gaming Arena, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you enjoy this episode, give us a review on Podchaser and Apple Podcasts. Give us those sweet five star reviews. Share us with your friends if you enjoy the show, because that's yeah, how give us shows five grow. Cylons out of five. Yeah. Five Cylons out of five. Um you can go to our website, lga.gg. You can join our Discord, chat.lga.gg. And if you want to send us questions or send us an email, um, you can do so by sending us an email at social at lga.gg. Uh, the first ever email is already taken. You were beaten. <laughs> so, but you can be the second. You can be the second email ever. Don't want sent to. In. Wanted to be the first. Well, maybe you should have emailed, Marcus. <laughs> you you should have emailed. Um, yeah, email us questions or comments or whatever. Send Marcus in the 20-minute rants about Rockstar. <laughs> Do whatever. Did you make a game called Shithead? And it's Sh like Cuphead, but you just got poop for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds like a game that exists. I guess it probably exists. <laughs> I mean, it has to, right? I don't know. All right. That's a cast. Smoke him if you got him. That's not how you're ending. No. Fucking guy. <laughs> All right. See you next episode. Peace. the amway podcast and the podcast coaching <laughs> yeah we're just trying to get people to like help themselves and 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 get and believe in themselves and then and get involved with the program and and change their lives and it's just like yeah you're i mean people are ruining their lives over this stuff it's wasting your time you could be doing jujitsu <laughs> you're gonna you be, be doing, doing bjj you, you fucking you're, you're you're sitting there you're selling your amway toilet paper for three years and what you're still selling your amway toilet paper for three years but you go and you do jujitsu for three years guess what you're a purple belt you can you can start doing you start your own dojo you get some people under you and you, Did, you next thing you know you have a car and a house and <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you have a you have a family and and, and, and then they you, practice and then, BJJ and then you know and they they and they and then they become purple belts and they start dojos and then you and you start dojos. your own dojo. So many dojos. You, you start your own dojo system and and it's all the people to you they. <laughs> they, they, you, you license these dojos with your students, and and they use the same name. They pay you royalty fees. It's like an, an inverse funnel system. <laughs>